we are only a few hours away from the end of our very first investment contest giveaway, guys. So you just have a few hours. Make sure that you do follow the instruction on our Financially Savvy Girl Instagram page, financially underscore savvy girl on Instagram. This is the first giveaway and we are giving away $100 to someone to help you offset, kick off, continue, encourage your investment goal for this last quarter of the year 2019. The instructions are on our Instagram page. So make sure you go there. Make sure you follow all three parts of the instruction how to enter. The winner will be announced tomorrow, October 12, on our Instagram page. So make sure you tune in to know whether you are the winner of this giveaway contest. I'm super excited. This is the first of many giveaway contests. So make sure you follow the page so you can stay up to date on our various giveaway contests. So you can find us on Instagram at financially underscore savvy girl. You can find us on Facebook, financially savvy girl. And you can also listen to our podcast on any major podcast platform, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, Anchor, you can find us anywhere and it's Financially Savvy Girl Podcast. So if you're looking for me, those are the places where you can find me or www.financiallysavvygirl.com. .ca, that's our website where you can have all sorts of information, how to link to any of those pages. Alrighty, without further ado, I want to talk today about just a post-reflection because I went to see none other than the Miss Queen herself, Michelle Obama, who was in town. So want to have sort of a post-reflection of that conversation with Michelle Obama because yeah in my head I totally just had a one-on-one conversation although there were like 5,000 people I felt like I was alone in that room hearing from such a wealth of wisdom and just knowledge so stay tuned and listen to this much-needed reflection take hold of your freedom take hold of your future with the Hello, hello, Financially Savvy people. Welcome to episode 14 of the Financially Savvy Girl podcast with your girl, Aki. And today, I'm really just going to sit and talk about what I learned and what I took from seeing Michelle Obama live earlier today. It felt like I had an intimate conversation with her, although you had all these other people in the room. For me, it was really as though I had a one-on-one with this wonderful human being called Michelle Obama. So I wanted to have a very raw, uh, vulnerable reflection 
on what I learned and how I related that to um, my own life, my own journey, my own um, path of achieving the goals that I've achieved, but also on the path that I'm in right now and the goals that I'm, 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 you know, I'm working on and, and all of that. So I just wanted to sit down and I'm hoping if you missed it, maybe you can learn from this and also just, you know, just having authentic conversation, um, about how, what she says relates to the everyday woman like myself, like yourself, or just everyday person, you know, men included. Um, so let's just dive right into it. And uh, so I, I started by taking time off of work to be able to go see Michelle Obama. Now, if you know me, you know, a lot of people don't quite know me on this platform, but I'm a, I'm a bit of a workaholic, you know, so... Um, taking time off, um, for this purpose, normally I would have thought to myself, you know what? No, you know, I'm just going to work and it's not on a weekend or it's not on a day that I can make it. It's not, um, in an evening or something. So I'm just going to miss it. Or, you know, I can't be there because my job is demanding and what I have to do requires, uh, my my attention and my presence there and I cannot make such sacrifice so that would have been my typical mindset but I promise you that you know this sacrifice of going there which I don't even see it as a sacrifice because I'm really the one who benefited tremendously from being there was completely worthwhile completely worthwhile and I just pretty much told um, at work, I just said, you know, I need to go see Michelle Obama. You know, I'm just at a point where I really just want to hear more wisdom from older women. You know, I've often been the only one in a room, in a room where decisions are made. Either you're the only um, woman of color, or you're the only woman in the room. I'm often the only one and not having so many, uh, women, um, in my field, in, you know, on my path rather that I know who have walked, you know, the walk of where I want to be, um, you know, and when you come across a woman like Michelle Obama, who I can completely relate to on so many level, um, it's not really an appointment when she's coming to the nation capital. It's not really something that I wanted to miss. And I'm so happy that I didn't miss it because she was just spitting so much wisdom. You know, okay, first of all, she came in there completely, um, just not even dressed to the nines, you know, she just looked normal. <laughs> and I don't know how else to say it. She just looked down to earth. She she had on a, a nice flowery dress, but not over the top. She was wearing her hair natural, you know, natural curls and whatnot. 
And that was even mentioned as part of the conversation that she had with the narrator. But she just looked like another woman in the room who was speaking to other women. And I absolutely love it. As I was telling my very good girlfriend uh, and business partner, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of going to these events where it says, quote unquote, women empowering women. But really, um, it's just more women standing there and saying, you know, or talking about how big they are, what, you know, what they do, but really, where's the empowerment? And, and, you know, I really want that status quo to change, especially locally, you know, where I feel like there's something that I can do to try to change that. So, um, you know, I have been um, very selective as of late, uh, where I accept to speak at or where I, you know, go in terms of speaking or conferences because I want to be on platforms that are impactful. I don't just want to stand there and tell another woman how I've made it and how I'm this and I'm that. To me, that is not really empowering. You know, we need to get to a place where we actually share, you know, this is the struggles that I've had and this is how I overcame those struggles. And as a result of that, this is the lesson that I learned. That's to me what is valuable, not another conversation about how great you are, how great you think you are. Like it serves no purpose except maybe an hour or two of what you think is empowering, but really it's not impactful because they're not leaving there with tools so that they can apply in their own personal life. Anyways, that's on a, uh, on a tangent for no reason. That's just me where I am right now (laughs) at this point in my, my businesses and my in my career, in my speaking engagement, my ministry and whatnot. That's just where I am, you know, Uh, more selective on the platform that I agreed to speak on because I want to make sure that wherever I speak, I am impactful and I can actually provide some knowledge, some practical tools that women and men and people can really apply in their lives. And I'm so, uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, it's been my mindset and just hearing Michelle Obama speak today really just reinforced for me the importance of that. You know, she didn't come there and spoke about how, you know, she became first lady and all, everything is great and how her life is perfect. That was not at all her story and her message. And even when she was asked a question about how does she operate with so much excellence in every area of her life, you know, one of the things that she says, it's like, you're assuming that I do, right? And, but also, you know, we need to broaden our definition of excellence and take a foot off the brakes and just give yourself a bit of break, a bit of a break. You know, I'm someone, 
um, um, I'm a high achiever. I, I am a go-getter. So I'm, I tend to be hard on myself. And that really resonated with me because it made me realize that you cannot, and she said it as well, right? Like you cannot be excellent at everything all at once. You sort of need to have a bit of a, a tunnel vision in terms of your path of excellence. You know, this, at this moment, at this season in my life, this is the area that I wish to be excellent in, you know, and this is the task that I wish to work my craft and be excellent in. And it was so, you know, useful to hear that because we are indeed way too hard on ourselves, and we want everything done and fixed and perfected in every area at the same time. And it doesn't work like that, right? It doesn't work like that at law at all. You cannot be excellent at all things all the time. So it's important for you to channel your energy into one area. Okay, then you know what? This season in my life, I'm focusing on being excellent at this particular thing, you know, and, and, and you tackle that and you work your, your craft of excellence that's really how you can perfect a craft when you can focus and have tunnel vision on that as well as opposed to trying to do so many things. You know, I was telling a girlfriend of mine that I don't believe in multitasking at all, to be perfectly honest. And I used to, I used to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so good at multitasking. I do so many things, but really that's just foolish, you know, because I don't believe in multitasking. What I believe in is uh, block tasking, where I set my life, I set my schedule on block timing. You know, the specific block from this time to this time, I am focusing on this particular task. And then when I finish that block time, not when I finish listen to me, I didn't say when I finished the task. So when I finished that block time, so from nine till um, 11, I'm working on this one specific thing. You know what? 11 comes, time's up. It's time to move on to the next thing, you know, but what I failed to realize and what I do now as a result of this reflection from a conversation with Michelle Obama is I didn't really employ that block time logic that I'm so good at. I didn't employ it really in terms of uh, employing it with my my goals and I'm employing that to my just my, you know, my my bigger task, right? Beyond just a daily task that I do, but like goals and 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 and, and whatnot. It's so important to focus on one thing you know, and, um, be kind to yourself. You need to, uh, prioritize your excellence. Um, and different areas will be excellent at different time. Right. And it's okay because you cannot be excellent at everything at all time. So that, that was really something that I, I took away because I could really apply it in my life. And I found it to be very, valuable. So hopefully it can help someone else who's also uh, struggling with that. 
another thing that I thought was really, really good, um, uh, you know, she spoke about um, wisdom. She said, you know, I am wise. I'm seen as wise today, but I am wise because I'm a woman in my 50s. I have lived. I have learned from mistakes and wisdom that I have today comes with the age, comes with the experience and the struggles that I have overcome, you know, and that really resonated with me because the reality of the matter is uh, indeed she has more insight now because she is an older, mature woman. She is wiser now because she is at that stage in her life where she has grown and allowed uh, herself to learn from her mistake, right? So what was she trying to tell us, the younger ones? You cannot expect to be necessarily at Michelle Obama's level in your 30s because the experience that you need to uh, build you to that level of wisdom you haven't encountered them as of yet you haven't gone through those lessons that you need to learn from as of yet you haven't really known yet you know you haven't gone through the trials or tribulation and if you are going through those trials and tribulation whether it is in your marriage whether it is trying to you know whether it is in your ability of figuring out parenthood or whether it is in your career or just in your circle of friends whatever it is you may be right at the center of going through it. So don't necessarily expect yourself to have necessarily the wisdom of knowing how to handle it because the reality of the matter is it is really through, you know, going through the fires that uh, you are sharpened as an iron, that you, if you allow yourself not to be bitter, but to become better, that you will learn a coping mechanism and also wisdom will flow from those lessons that you will learn through uh, the valley, through the trials, through the turbulation, right? So be kind. Again, she's telling us, you know, we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to understand that um, we are not at a place where we know it all yet. And that's fine. And what I really took from that, you know, for me, I think an area where I'm lacking in terms of mentorship from women in my career, like I don't really have women mentors, you know, and uh, she said something, she's uh, women mentor, I mean, like in my area of career where I want to go I don't have that closeness of women mentorship and you know you need you need that you know she said have smart um, older women 
on your advisory team to give you perspective. And, you know, millennials sometimes, you know, we get to a point where we neglect the wisdom that comes with those who did it before us. Because sometimes I think we believe that, you know, what they went through was different. We're living in a different era. We are in the uh, technology era. They came from the industrial era that we cannot quite, you know, relate to them. But the reality is a lot of the things as women that we go through, regardless of what era we come from, you know, we go through a lot of the same thing, you know, where you are either feeling insecure uh, about um, your ability as a wife, as a, as a mother, as a career woman, you know, you're feeling guilt, you're feeling like, you know, there's so much on your plate and you have to juggle all these various titles. And, you know, if you're in ministries, you got you have to juggle all that. A lot of women, we go through the same thing. Uh, we just don't really share the experience Um, don't really create that platform of real authentic conversation on vulnerability where we can really allow each other to be there for one another. Everybody wants to act like they have it all figured out. And that's where we really hurt ourselves and where we do not allow ourselves to truly be impactful in another woman's life, right? And she said, you need to have older women on your advisory team for perspective purposes. The reason why that is so important is honestly, these older women can tell you where you are going and how it could turn out if you don't make a different turn because they have been there. They have experience that you don't necessarily have yet and if you find an older woman that you trust part of your advisory team you know be receptive to hearing what they have to say you know we don't have to agree with everything but allow yourself to hear the wisdom that flows from their from 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 their mouth from their heart as they pour onto you as well. And obviously it's not every older woman, but you know, have the discernment that you need, but you just allowing older women as part of your team, your winning team is so important. And, and I'm realizing it. And this is an area for me, as far as my professional, um, walk that I'm going to, to definitely improve because I do have some older women in my advisory team when I think about ministry, when I think about, you know, just even my walk as a woman, as a wife, you know, I have my mother, I have, you know, she's, 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 she's a huge figure, um, on that advisory team, but from a professional standpoint in my career, the places where I want to go, I often don't see women who look like me who have walked those walks and I really need to um, 
take it upon myself to look for find those women because I'm sure they exist and they're out there so it's important to connect on that level as well so that's going to be an important factor uh, going forward for me in my career so and she also spoke about your wellness journey right like health and whatnot and this is something that I always share with my audience right here we are working on our financial freedom journey, you know, to um, get rid of debt, you're getting rid of your debt, you are building your net worth, you are, uh, you know, setting yourself, your family up, your, um, your children up for generational wealth, which is all great. And you're working hard to achieve that. But through that in the process you have to be kind to yourself by also taking care of your health right because what's the point of working so hard to achieve something if by the time you get to a point where you have achieved this financial freedom the success you know or just retirement even for those who see it more so as achieving the age of retirement you get there And you don't have the health that is required for you to really live that life of abundance and fulfillment and enjoy the fruit of your heart labor. What would be the purpose and what would be the point of that if you can't even enjoy what you've worked so hard for? So she spoke about the importance of uh, taking care of yourself uh, in the journey Uh, You know, and one of the example that she gave was when she got married and she started having kids, um, she started struggling to find time for herself. And I can completely relate to that, as I'm sure a lot of other women can. You know, we tend to put ourselves last and then feel really guilty when we do something for ourselves. And that's a problem because the reality of the matter is we are so much more impactful um, and useful and enjoyable (laughs) to our family, to our husband, to our children when we are whole, when we take time for ourselves, when we do those little things like, you know, take a moment to work out, take a moment to do something for yourself that makes you feel good, you know, go to the spa, whatever it may be, just spend some good me time and do something for yourself so that when you come back and connect with your family you are in a better space and in a better mind frame and just more enjoyable and more and you're more present-minded as well so that was something that uh you know I had already decided in you know since September it's been part of my September goal and um, it's part of still part of my, my October goal, really just prioritizing my health, you know, and not losing sight of me in through everything that I do, you know, whether it's um, my family life, my, my uh, ministry, my businesses, my career, you know, there's so many things that I have my hands on. But at the end of the day, the 
only way all these things can really truly function and I can truly be used as the vessel that I'm supposed to be used is if I'm in good health. So my health needs to be prioritized and that's exactly what I'm doing at this stage in my, my, my journey as well. Really putting my health at the forefront and Michelle Obama just really reminded us again today to do that. And she spoke about how her daughters mirror what she does. You know, she works out a lot and she sees her daughters who are older now, they're working out even more than her because they saw their mom do that. And sometimes as mother, we forget that, but we are the role models for our family, for our children, right? And husband as well, right? Like parents, we are the role model. So you can tell your children, do this, do that. But if they don't see you do that in your own life, just like your finances, tell your children, you know, be good, good, be good with money. But then they see you struggling and not taking a hold of your finances and not making better decision. You know, they, it's hard for them to implement it in their own lives when, you're not that mirror for them that they can, you know, mimic and copy. So for us to truly be impactful, we need to apply that wisdom in our own life. That is really how, you know, you truly become an impactful vessel in someone else's life. There's no point for you to tell people to do stuff if you don't do it yourself first, right? So Anyways, that was just really good. It was such a great time. I didn't think this um, uh, podcast episode would be this long, but, you know, I was so passionate about just the outcome of this, you know, hour and a half that we spent in her presence. And I just thought it was so impactful. I was supposed to release this video, uh, this podcast episode before uh, going to the Michelle Obama conversation, but I just felt like I should hold it off. You know, the topic that I was going to talk about is completely different, but I just felt that, you know, go first to the Michelle Obama, because maybe there's something else there that you're supposed to share with your audience. And I'm so happy that I waited the other episode that I have for you. I will, I, you know, share it, um, in two weeks, as you know, the podcast now is every two weeks. But I think this episode right now is timely. It's needed for someone so that you can, you know, set proper goals for for yourself, for your life. You know, as we leave this decade, you know, in two months, yes, guy, we are completely closing, not just a year, but a decade. So, you know, it's important to have these reflections where you sit back and you reflect on you know, areas in your life that you can and ought to and should improve and how to um, move forward in a healthier uh, way, whether it's in your personal finance, your family life, your goal setting, your career, whatever it may be. And, you know, I, I leave you with this, you know, when she was asked a question about dealing with racism, you know, she said, um, you know, we need to continue to write a bigger, broader history. And and you do that not for the people who are racist, but you do it for yourself. You know, you cannot unteach what and how uh, people have been raised. And oftentimes, she says that she, you know, when she encounters, you know, people 
just really hating her for because of the color of her skin. You know, she puts all of that in context, right? Because the reality of the matter is, and she used this as an example, she said, you know, I am a good citizen. I respect the law of, you know, I'm, I'm a contributing member of society. Um, I'm successful. I've achieved things. I've, I'm educated. So I've done everything that should be expected, but yet you still hate me. So the problem isn't me, it's you. So you need to look at yourself in the mirror and really ask yourself, why is it that you hate me when I represent everything that you say I should become for you not to hate me, right? So it's kind of like you flip the script and you realize, hey, actually I'm not the problem. But but she says she always, you know, she 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 doesn't really spend so much time blaming the person. What she does is she puts it in context and she looks at that person kind of like, where did you go wrong, right? Where did you uh, get to the place where you have all this hate in your heart? And, um, you know, she's mindful that uh, by understanding, um, you know, and putting the person in context, you allow yourself to continue to write a bigger, broader history where you also provide a platform where we can come together and really just understand each other. Why is it that you feel this way and vice versa? So I I just thought it was so important and powerful, you know, um, that um, when she says go high, it does not mean to not acknowledge the pain or the hurt that you feel, you know, but when she says go high, you know, and we often hear her say that it really just means uh, to think the long term, you know, be mindful that your words matters and what you do when you're in a position of pain or hurt is you create damage and you need to be accountable for that. So, Uh, There's no point for you to express yourself when you are, you know, in that state because then you're going low. And when you go low, you operate from a place of a road rage. And I, I know that, you know, and it was a good reminder to, you know, going high is you thinking long term. It's you, um, refusing to allow yourself to, be consumed by your emotions, but rather to take a moment of reflection prior to uttering words because you know and you acknowledge the power behind your words. And so as we all endeavor to write our story, share our story, let's also make sure to include in there, you know, the storms the trials and tribulations so that people who do admire you, who admire me, who follow the podcast can also understand that it wasn't a straight line, right? There were bumps and speed, you know, and it's really through that, that they will learn and grow and be able to know how to deal with certain situation. So I will continue uh, and endeavor to be even more vulnerable um, so that I can really provide you with tools that can help you 
because the purpose of starting this podcast was to empower you. But from a place of not someone who's always had her finances in order, but from someone who didn't, someone who was in debt and uh, someone who had to look at herself in the mirror and make a decision to change that. And through that journey of changing that, you know, I stand today, you know, in a much better place with a net worth that is amazing and great but this is not the end of the journey right there's still so much work to do and every day I'm learning and uh, so these are the great nuggets that I got from conversation with Michelle Obama she's truly inspirational and um, you know although she's not near I definitely realize that she is a role model to me and I think many women and men out there. So um, yeah, I hope this helped you if you missed this much needed conversation with her and it allows you to also just go back and reflect on how it applies in your personal life. Cheers. Take hold of your freedom. Take hold of your future with the financial sense.